Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer. I'm Val Hughes, a 30-year Wall Street veteran who's had to go underground and take on a secret identity in order to bring you my candid views on a handful of stocks out of uh, Value Line every so often. Uh, this week, I'm looking at the January 7, 2011 edition of the Value Line Investment Survey. And uh, before I get to a couple of stock ideas here, I've got a few caveats. First, this show is for entertainment purposes only. It's not a guarantee. Secondly, um, this, uh, this is after work, after hours. Uh, I may have no idea what I'm talking about, of course. And third, most importantly, I have been heavily drinking, and I just want you to know that in advance. Um, I've got three great stock ideas uh, this week out of the uh, January 7, 2011 edition of the Value Line uh, Investment Survey. But first, a couple of uh, important comments to my listeners. First, I've, you know, really been uh, off, you know, in the jungle, really, for several months working on some uh, – uh, M&A and various things, and I was with lawyers, and I think if you heard the last few shows, I was just working with just a bunch of people on a bunch of stuff. And so I apologize. I've been late with the show, although we do have five years of shows at www.thevalueguys.com, so go take a look at that. Um, I hope to do a more regular show here in 2011, so... Uh, thanks for tuning in. Now, most importantly, 2011 is going to bring some new things here on the value guys. Uh, for one, I'm completely giving up on the rant because I just I was starting to struggle with rant ideas. It wasn't working out. So I'm just going to give three great ideas, and that's, uh, I think, what listeners like anyway. And, and secondly, I think it's important that I introduce someone here on the show who um, – is it fair to say, uh, recently came into uh, quite a bit of money. Um, the gentleman's name is uh, is Cash Flow, and I'd like to introduce him here on the show right now. He's uh, an independently uh, wealthy entrepreneur, um, spent many years in the investment business, left, earned money, sold companies. He, uh, he's, he finds himself with a great deal of cash right now, um, and hence... Uh, his name, Cash, and I'm going to pitch him three ideas here on the show, uh, ideas that normally would just be pitched to you, my uh, my listeners, but, he, you know, listen, he needed a place to kind of hang out, and I brought him here today, so let me introduce Cash. He may have a few words. I have thanks, no Dad. idea. I, well, Val. Val's my name. Right. We've been drinking. Yeah. This happens. Drinking. So. Cash Flow is here, ready yeah. to hear some of your ideas. Well, what do you... I'm... Ready to spend some cash. All right. Well, great. If they're good. Okay. Well, I like that. I like that attitude. Um, three great ideas this week out of the July, uh, January 7, 2011 issue. Um, um, three great ideas or, I don't know, medium ideas this week from Val Hughes of the Value Guys. First up, and I know that... A lot of people like page numbers, including myself. I don't have the page numbers tonight. I feel lucky just to be able to do the show. So, uh, But the first up is Harris Corp, ticker HRS. And uh, as a little background, you know, in the few months I've taken off here, the market's been running. So 
if you go to our site, www.thevalueguys.com, there's a button there to Val's Best Ideas. It's in a Yahoo Finance format, but it pulls into Excel or any number of things. And uh, there's a lot of good ideas in there. They've been running, so things aren't as cheap. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, and, and some of these things are up. But as I've said in the past, um, you're paying today's price. Don't look back. Look forward. So first up is Harris Corp, ticker HRS. And uh, I guess, Cash, uh, you know, you're uh, kind enough to join us today. And I think it's fair to disclose that if I can sell you this idea, I might earn a commission. Is that fair to say? Okay. Okay. Not a problem. Good. I like that. And it's uh, it's a nickel a share. Is that okay? I'm not up for that. What? Let's get to the ideas. <laughs> All right. Harris Corp. Ticker HRS. You know, I vacillated on this stock for a while. Uh, it's been around a long time. The relative performance hasn't been so good. So, uh, you know, the valuation in effect has been improving even while the market's been doing well. It's at a, the first thing that catches my attention is a single-digit P.E., nine times earnings. So i got to keep looking at that point. Uh, the value line does rate it a two. Normally, you know, that means that it's probably got some momentum to it, and, and I don't care for that. But, so yeah, I'm it, sorry. I apologize. Oh, right? sure, just interrupt any time. <laughs> what's here, the P's, what, nine? What's the market? The market. What's the, the market's P.E.? Well, uh, uh, cash... Um, the the PE that right next to the PE here on the value line, there's a relative PE, 0.57. That means it's 57% of the market PE. I think that's a, a a good a good question, which would put the market PE around uh, what, 18? Yeah, math not your best <laughs> subject. Okay, the yield on this is 2.3%, and so I'm drawn in a little bit. That's better than I'm getting at the bank. Harris Corp, what they do a couple of things. They built communication systems for commercial customers and governments, and uh, that's 50% of sales. And then uh, what else do they do? Uh, so half so, of their revenue is from the military? No, half is communications, and it doesn't say what part is the military, but it looks okay. like it could be a half of that, so maybe a quarter. It could be as much as a quarter. Is that a good or bad thing? Well, it depends on if the military is going up or down, you know? I'm thinking up. Yeah. Some are thinking down. Over time, communication is critical. So one thing you do get with that is there's some sort of an annuity if you're built in uh, to U.S. communications because there's upgrade cycles, replacement, and all that, um, and it in some way enhances the you know the the, the force. Um, and so I you know you, you can sort of rely on that, but of course. They could get swapped out. I, I can't tell you anything about any of that cash. I don't know you. Mm. Some of what you're going to learn here today is that I don't necessarily you know, don't know a lot. I'm just everything. reading value line. Okay. Just reading value like line. This, you like this. Though. Well, what I like about it is, uh, first of all, what the value. What do you like about it? All right. Let me tell you. It's, uh, it's, it's got a good value. So it's inexpensive on a PE basis. Enterprise value to EBITDA. So enterprise value, as you well know, cash, that's what I have to pay to own the company. You've bought companies. You've mm -hmm. sold companies, Lots right? Companies. Am I, am I yeah. wrong about that? Oh, yeah. A lot of times. So this is what you have to pay. It's the full price for the stock, the bonds, less the cash. Uh, and then in this case, it's $6.8 billion. So you and I, we get some friends, colleagues. You do an offering, whatever. Mm -hmm. We get $6.8 billion. The thing is throwing off $1.2 in cash flow. 
So 1.2 over 6.8, what's that? It's, it's 16% or something like that. It's six times, actually I'm rounding, six times the 1.2 would be 7.2, so it must be 6.2 times EBITDA, something like that. And that's north of a, it's like a 17% cash on cash return. 17% return in cash for the cash we pay. It's a nice Now deal. you're an entrepreneur. Well, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Would you do that? Yeah, I do that. Can I count on you buying yes. the stock? Can I earn yeah, my Nicholas like share? Okay. I like this one. Thank you very much. Well, uh, so the, the stock is cheap. Um, and the other thing I like about this thing is uh, a lot of listeners know is they're putting up great returns on capital. Management knows how to uh, put their resources to work. And they do have a little bit of history of buying stock back. I like that because if they don't have something to do with their cash, they give it back to the market or to the shareholder in terms of a, a share buyback. So I like that very much. Um, I could probably tell you a lot more about this. Value Line writes some stuff about it. For example, um, their communications business is expanding. Okay, that makes sense. The economy is expanding. Uh, let's well, I've see. never seen Harris. Uh, do they make the equipment that goes in the communication systems? I've never seen the Harris name on the cell phone I, or uh, you know a walkie-talkie. Yeah, or. I don't. I don't think they have a uh, a, a commercially a, 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 mm -hmm. you know consumer brand. Other than at one point they did have um, did you know they, they own something called Lanier. Remember, they, they used to do office products and things like that. They've sold a bunch of that. I mean, it, it looks to me as if they've sold the bad businesses, um, you know, and, and that they've focused more on these high-return businesses. They're putting up a, an operating margin in the upper teens. Again, you've run businesses. 20% return nice. operating margin. 24% return on equity. 17% return on capital. So... Uh, and it's consistent. So, you know, the only issue I've had with this is a few years ago, and, you know, we've been doing this show since, I don't know, 04, something like that, 05. So back in 07, the stock was at 60, and they had, uh, you know, cash flow that was a, a third of less than it is now. And the stock really hasn't done much, and yet earnings and sales have grown. They've got these niches and communications, high-tech communications for military and commercial customers, and it's cheap. So I don't know much else. They've got, you know, some debt on the balance sheet, but it's it looks like it's very well covered, 14 times. They're probably getting all the military contracts coming in through the first of the year here, too, and other contracts. Yeah. It should be a good I mean, first quarter be. for them. You think so? I'm thinking it's going to be a good first quarter for them. I have no idea. I don't know. Directors own 2%. BlackRock owns 10 Those are smart people. I mean, BlackRock is. I don't know. I don't right. know a lot about that one. Let me like move that along. One. Do you? I like okay, that one. great. Let me move along here. Um, so you, I can. So you're buying that. I like that. All right, one, great. Yeah. Um, next up, this is a name I've talked about a lot of times. So it's nothing new here tonight. But maybe we have a new listener. I don't know. IBM ticker IBM. I don't have the page number. But this company, I think, is a unique company among you know world companies, which is. It's a it's a hundred years old, 105 years old. Uh, the executives of NCR formed it 105 years ago, so it's been around. They do a hundred billion dollars in sales, and usually when companies get that big, you know their returns on capital fall because the incremental return on the next dollar spent is not great because they've got competitors or price has been eroded away, what have you. This company is putting up 
30% return on capital. They've got an operating margin of 24%. That's on $100 billion in revenue. Their returns on capital have been going up. The company, which, of course, traditionally was hardware, has been shifting their business to half software. They are always well-known for sales and service, and now they're selling software that runs people's enterprises. And, you know, it's hard to turn that off when it's running your company, so you get an annuity value. The stock is 12 times earnings, and uh, that's too cheap for these guys. The enterprise value, the EBITDA, $200 billion in enterprise value, $25 billion in EBITDA. Again, I don't have a calculator here, but that's about eight times which is a 12.5% return on your cash. And yet, at the bank, you're getting 2%. I just think, you know, they've really evolved IBM, haven't they? They really Some have. Games on those PCs. I, uh, I think fat and slow, though. Fat and slow? That's what I'm thinking. Cash, fat and slow? I don't know, but you know what? Yeah. I'm listening to these things. They sound yeah. pretty good. Well, I lost touch with them. I think the reason they are cheap is because that is the perception. It's, they're so big, how can they keep growing? And yet they manage they to keep are. doing it. It's, uh, it's just a matter of them continuing to gain share of the total value of consulting and software in the growing economies of the world. What do you think the percentage of revenue is that software? Uh, it tells me here. So that's nice. Thank you, Value Line. Software, 22%. So, but okay. here's the other thing. Global business services, 19 Global technology services, so that's the hardware, 40%. Still, okay. It's still big, but still it's big. just, but it used to be 100%. Like, yeah, right. So, um, you know, I like it. according I like to Value Line, um, and I haven't read this carefully this week, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's a lot of verbiage here, uh, just trying to get the show in and get a few ideas on the table, but... According to Value Line, they've got a bunch of new product introductions. Uh, business in the near term is up. I'll tell you, one of the things to like about it in the near term with this valuation, which is, uh, you know, eight times EBITDA, 12.5% 12, 12 cash on cash return, is that the government just put in place a uh, tax credit, uh, or I guess it's a deduction, of 100% of your capital spending in 2011. Really? So if you buy a computer, I get to you write off, off the entire it. amount. Okay. So capital spending was really in the doldrums. I noticed today in the paper jobs are coming back. You know, these things go through cycles. There's periods where everyone on the planet thinks that the economy will never recover, but it has a healing process, low interest rates, you know, breeds entrepreneurs trying things, and you know, slowly, you know, you get a little hiring. That happened just this this past month. So we're on track to have business continue in the upturn, and uh, things are sort of healing out there pretty well. GDP is positive, etc. This hundred percent write-off is, in my view, going to really spur a bunch of capex in the next year. Uh, and uh, technology was an area that was particularly um, you know, ignored during the downturn. I'm getting my Mac now. You're, You're going to get a Mac. I'm going to get a Mac again. Well, that doesn't help, IBM. But I mean, no, uh, you're going to get the whole write-off then. Yeah, I'm going to get the write-off part of it. IBM, I don't want to buy their computers. Well, how could you? What's that? Could you buy an IBM computer? 
What kind of what, are they what kind of operation are you running what, over there? Uh, well, you said hardware is still forty percent. But I think that you could, it's, it's the big PCs. computers. I've I mean, seen, you have a small. I saw office. an IBM laptop the other day. Maybe it was a little bit older. I did see one. Okay, but and it didn't look. Yeah, old. no, their laptop business. Uh, they sold that to uh, a Chinese company. Yeah, so. you're, you're not keeping in touch with this. <laughs> um, yeah, well, they. I don't think that they really have stuff for businesses our size, okay. honestly, or your size. You know, it's mm-hmm. big stuff. Big, big stuff. stuff. Big stuff. Big stuff. Big, yeah. stuff. big stuff where the cost of unplugging it is high. You know, small businesses, you only have to retrain 10 people. Maybe you don't mind doing that. They're all entrepreneurial. They don't mind. Companies with thousands of people, you don't want to have to retrain all those people. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and remember, these guys own Lotus. They own Lotus Notes, and I do understand from some personal uh, conversations recently, I mean, Lotus Notes is making a big push onto the cloud. There's all these enterprises that are on Lotus Notes, and they don't want to unplug because it's too hard to retrain everybody. Everyone already knows this, and they're moving it into the cloud. They're re-energizing the whole Lotus franchise right now. Lotus 1, 2, 3, first spreadsheet. Yeah. Remember that? That's right. I sure do. Yeah. Yeah, I did a lot of programming in that. Yeah. Nine so, more. Huh? No. Nine it's, more. I did just, I have to admit, I did just buy a copy of Lotus 123 on uh, eBay. Did you really? Well, I have all these old programs. <coughs> you know, they don't run. Yeah, they don't run in Excel. Over. They don't run Get them run into an in, enterprise software. What? You need to go yeah, enterprise. Yeah, no, I mean, no. I, all the macros and stuff. I mean, I don't know how old my listeners are. No one probably ever knows about this. Right. But you read macros in Lotus 20 years ago. Code they still work. Yeah. But, you know, no one wants to see Lotus anymore. I bought it for $6. It was so really? embarrassing. Oh, my gosh. Mm. It doesn't even work. So, anyway, here's the, here's the summary. Great franchise. Number one for service. Uh, hardware, of course, they're competing with many people, but... You only can get IBM service, which you love, if you get their equipment and their software. So they've always led with service. They still do, but they've got great annuities on uh, on software, and that means upgrades and all kinds of things. It's very hard to turn them off. I got a question. You got to go? T- no. Oh, sorry. T- do you want me to go? I'm no. Some good I'm, ideas we're trying, I'm trying to, to pitch you on some stuff. I make okay, a few so bucks here. here. Um, why technology now? Should I be buying technology? First quarter, is it, is it irrelevant? Well, a couple things. A, I could care less what industry my stocks are in, you know. So that's a. It's, this is cheap. It's in technology. Just whatever. About no, I understand. You know. Okay, but that's one. Is I'm. This is a great stock. I think. Who cares what they do? But if you're more sector focused, and believe me, I do have to talk to people that think like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. But some do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but no technology. It's one of those areas that improves productivity. And so uh, when the economy is going down and you're laying people off, you don't want productivity uh, at that moment. You're not worried about it. But uh, on the way out, you know, you want to avoid hiring people. The cost of hiring just continues to go up all around the world. I mean, it's encouraging that some European countries are trying to roll back some of these uh, right to work for life and not actually do any labor uh, rules are starting to come undone over there. I like seeing that because... um, The cost of hiring, if it's too high, you don't hire people. And that's what's happening here in the United States right now. That's why employment's lagging. 
And as you get productivity from things like the Internet, which is still a relatively new technology, um, and you get improvements in software, it can delay hiring. And the ROI on you know, using an incremental software versus hiring someone, particularly with all the laid-on expenses for that, it's compelling. And so my view would be that the technology sector is going to continue to grow at a faster rate than GDP because it's uh, an area of investment for the firms buying the products and it's a way for them to enhance productivity and, uh, and you know, get off the uh, sort of uh, inflationary, you know, health care expenses and benefits that have been plaguing, you know, companies for years. By buying software and computers, you know, Computers don't ask for raises. That's the nice thing. So that's why. You want. So um, technology, I think, can you, you can make an argument for the sector, but I don't. If it gets too expensive, why would you buy it? Right now, it's not, in my view. IBM ticker IBM, and I don't know the page number. Uh, another, you know, I just want to point out Value Line rates this a two. They also rated Harris a two, and for the first time in really years on the show, I'm finding that stocks that I like are all rated two by value line. Usually they're rated four or five. The problem is the market's had a good period. Momentum is a big component of their rating system, and so I, mm. I can't avoid it. You know, what have you. That's a good one, IBM. Value stocks within the value. So how's, uh, let's see how the show's going here. Could be a short one this week. Usually I, maybe I, you know, I, I, uh, I've been a little lazy. I haven't been doing the show. Did I mention that? Yeah, you, you? Know, you sound fine. Yeah. You get you can get I think you're in a role so you know how to do the show by yourself still. I do. You're in a by yourself mode. So I'm Do you want to contribute more to the show? Well no, I'm just trying to jump in. Is it working? Because that's fine. I'll just dip in where I've been dipping in. Or you don't want me to dip in there. No. I think you should just feel like uh, jump if in. you have a problem with the idea. You know, one of the things I was getting from some of the listeners is that um yeah. they they wanted me to be challenged. Okay, so you know, I'm like, well, what? So why? I'm just trying. No, okay. I don't. I don't want it at no, all. That's why I do the show by myself. So that's why I'm, I'll be that. Why didn't you what? tell me this? So no. now you've prepped me. Well, what do you I'll mean? be a little bit more challenging. No, but why, though? Because that's what the Can you just want. have a drink? That's part of the. Let's have a toast. Okay. We usually have a toast. So do you want me to be challenging or no? I don't, but the listeners do. Okay, so that yeah, means so you go want ahead and do it. No, they do. They do. So, yeah, go ahead. I mean, you want me to do it? Unless you're completely. Well, that can get crazy, but. Yeah, okay. It's fine. What I think is these ideas are so compelling, there's no challenge. You know, they're great, great ideas. They're good right? ideas. Yeah, see, you're right on board. All right, here's one. Mm-hmm. And I have talked recording? about this on are the we show. Recording? Are we what? Are we recording? Yes. We are recording. We're at minute 23. Okay. Give it and I'm sure if there's anyone still Cash listening. Cashflow wants to hear the last one. All right. Here we go. Intel, ticker INTC. Now, long-term listeners on the show are going to say, Val, why are you doing Intel and IBM? Well, if you've gone through this week's issue, honestly, there's not a lot to choose from. And, uh, I mean, there's some semiconductor guys. I did look at, I'll tell you, I did look at some semiconductor guys. They look cheap. There's a guy named Altera you could take a look at. I'm not endorsing that, by the way. Advanced Energy, and these are all cheap. And what that says to me is maybe semiconductor manufacturing is about to fall off a cliff. I don't know. Why are these things all half of sales and half of the PE of the market? I, I don't know. But my su- suspicion is is that not all these guys are winners, and the market doesn't quite know which ones are going to fail 
So they're all being treated like potential losers because it's a lottery of who will actually lose. The guy who we know will not lose, in my view, is Intel, INTC. And what we were just talking about in terms of productivity, Intel is the core processor in all the Windows-based machines, with the exception of, obviously, AMD has a little bit of share. But as I've talked about on this show in the past, and you can pull our XML code into Excel, and you can see five years of shows indexed by ticker all online. So that's something, if you're really a student of some of these stocks, you can go and do. But Intel, you know, they spend more on R&D each year then AMD earns in total revenue. So the sure. idea that AMD is going to you know, beat out Intel uh, is ridiculous, in my opinion. The only reason AMD has a niche uh, is, I think, because Intel lets them have a niche so that they don't run into problems with the Justice Department for having a monopoly. So as a result, AMD has some share in the low-end Windows-based machines. But the good news is, and why I like Intel is it's an effective monopoly. They're putting up 40% um, operating margins. I don't even see a gross margin on the page. It's, it's, an, it's, uh, it's, huge, it's, it's probably 60% or 70%. The net margin is consistently in the upper teens. It dipped into the uh, mid-teens during the uh, slowdown in 08, but it's back into the mid-20s. Returns on capital... The worst it ever got is 11%, and that was after mid-teens for many years, uh, low, upper teens. And right now it's, you know, it's touching 20% return on capital. They have $2 billion in debt, so that could be alarming, except for the fact that they have $21 billion in cash. So it's kind of offset. Enterprise value to EBITDA, 5.5 times. So for me, what's the return? It's the inverse. I don't have a calculator here, but... 1 over 5.5 is somewhere between 1 over 5, which is 20, and 1 over 6, which is 16.6. So it's around 18% cash-on-cash return. And so my pitch to you, Mr. Flo, yes. would be that you in cash. your cash – can I? Yeah. yeah. Good my minute. friends do. In, uh, in your portfolio right now, that's in the, it's in the bond market. I understand, you know, you sold a business, you parked it in bonds. It's been a good thing. Mm -hmm. But – the, what? the bonds, they're only going to go up in yield. Your principal's going to get hurt, and you're earning 3 4%. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to do something. These companies are earning, in this case, mid-teens returns. Now, you don't get it all back. They're paying a 3% yield, but my view would be the value of the company is going up at that rate each year, and so ultimately it will be realized. Um, and you just have to have patience. You don't know when. According to Value Line, Business is good. This capital spending, 100% uh, tax deduction is going to help them as well. Management evidently just gave good guidance for the December quarter, uh, which I think, you know, these companies will probably report at the end of January or something like that. Um, what do they do in sales? Uh, these guys are going to do $45 billion So half of the IBM. In sales, yeah. Equivalent to Harris, the first company. Uh, no, Harris is uh, $6 billion. Oh, six billion. Six, yeah. Wow, that's tiny. These are forty-five billion, and to me, a high operating margin says monopoly because it's in effect a markup on all your costs. Forty percent, uh, you know, means it's forty with the other sixty. So that's, you know, forty over sixty is 
two-thirds, which is a, in effect a 67% markup on your total costs. And in a competitive world, that doesn't happen unless no one else can deliver what you're delivering, and then you get to charge what you want, and that's what they do. And these guys are selling at 10 times earnings. So, that's insane. Yeah, so challenge away, my friend. I mean, that's what the listeners want. But I only give ideas that are kind of bulletproof. These are... This is a, I mean, who's the competitor? How well, do you here's, challenge this? You want to argue the, only, the other side? I'm going to tell you the only, yeah. well, yeah, the only challenge I could think of is, is this the right time to buy them? But I don't Great care about company. that. What? You don't okay. care about well, it. Well, it's cheap. Well, Sometimes I care you about to, that. I have yeah, to spend okay. my cash. See, you know, you might be a, a growth investor. Sometimes you have to trade off um, knowledge of the near-term events for valuation. I mean, the reason it's cheap is because fear has a high price. When people don't know what's happening, sometimes a whole group of them simply won't buy it at any price. And that reduces demand. And that's why you get an opportunity. All you really need to have is, uh, is patience. Now, unless the end of the world comes. Now, what I read is that's not for 2 billion years. But if that's not right... Then, hey, movie makers. when you pay 10 times earnings, you do need 10 years of earnings. Is coming yeah, out. yeah, no, I know. But again, um, when I see stocks that um, get this cheap, it tells me that there's fear and I don't worry about the near term, and that allows it. I mean, you really have to look out two, three years and say, what's so this company going to be doing three should years? I buy now? I don't know. I, I'm buying it now. Okay. You know why? Not later, now. No, I, not a big... The reason I'd buy it now is that the return looks good now. Mm -hmm. Now, not I don't later. know what next quarter is going to be. I right. do think that these firms with this we'll tax deduction are going to do well. You know, employment just ticked up. Those employees are going to need something to do. You're going to need to buy them something to do. Like, buy a, like a computer. Chip. Yeah, buy them a chip. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your chip. Yeah. You're new. Enjoy. Use it. <laughs> Two chips. Right. Wow, they're great. Right. So and I got a deal on them. There's <laughs> a bag of chips over there. Bag of chips. Buy some. Absolutely. I mean, Go I don't think they them. sell it that way, but it, maybe that's something <laughs> no, they could I don't do. Know. Who knows? I mean, if you new had, model. New I, model for growth. I mean, there are people that build their own computers, <laughs> hobbyists and things yeah. like that. Yeah. You ever done, done that? <laughs> no, built your I own have computer? Not done that. I do have a computer, yeah. No, but did you build it? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> that was it. You know why? Because I live in fear. No. <laughs> I'm in fear. I have fear that I'm going to build it right. Yeah, all right. Well, who, who knows? Would, let's face it. You don't know how to build a computer. No. Do you? No. no I that's mean, we're not talking about me. We're that's talking that's about that's you. I pay people to do it. <laughs> all right. I'm so, I mean, honestly, Mr. Kiff, I, I that's a great to challenge okay. to my uh, yes. Intel idea. Right. I mean, not, not. Not. Done. All right. So, let me summarize. Yeah. Bring it First of all. Uh, the value guys are back in 2011. I, there is a show. Before. I will also say, I see podcasts out there with ratings that haven't put up a show since like 2006. Yeah. But they're still out there. That's so weird. I've been off two months. That's not all bad, no. is it? No, you're fine. And uh, we have had a good period in here. I would say anytime you want a stock idea... Go to uh, www.thevalueguys.com. There's a button for best ideas. Click it, and there's about 150 names in there, great stocks. Of course, the valuations are a month or so out of date. I should update that, but uh, it's a good starting point. 
And you can always go back and dip into five years of shows. There's about 250 shows online, shows. indexed by ticker. So if you want a background to a company, you've got a lot of material out there. Um, one thing I do on the show cash is yeah, I name my favorite. I name my favorite stock well, okay. each week, okay. or each every few months. <laughs> so this week, yeah. see, I have a listener uh, named Phil. Okay. And Phil, Phil. Yeah, no, Phil. He's a good guy. So what does Phil want you to order? Maker. He wants you to order. No, them. he likes to know the favorite. Okay. Because give it up. Yeah. So I. Uh, Sometimes I forget, but then I, I remember the that role. he wants to get there. <laughs> no, so I have Intel, Harris. Harris. Maybe we should ask what your favorite. Maybe we was. should. We have Why Intel, don't we think about IBM, that and Harris. Where's my other one? It was Harris, IBM, Intel. Okay, you misplaced. All that. right, so IBM, yeah. the uh, computer and software franchise, building on 105 years of service to America. Right. Harris Corp. that makes mysterious communications devices Ooh. for military right. and commercial Smallest use. one. That's our and smallest And Intel, one. which is basically a monopoly on there the processor in both Windows and Apple computers. Uh, it's, uh, wow. I, Tough choice. Uh, so I, I get to pick? Or you're no, pick? I'm picking, but what do you well, think I will pick? I'm going <laughs> to Right. <laughs> I think you're going to pick Yeah, what do you think Intel. I Intel. And I know it you does. Know, I do was, it. but because you done. said that, I'm not. Uh, oh, come on now. <laughs> you know, you're right. Intel. I was right. INTC. Intel. It's a good stock. It is a good stock. Thanks for listening in, everybody. This has been Val Hughes and Cash, Cash Flow, Flow uh, at uh, thevalueguys.com. Uh, thanks for listening in, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.